Good evening, everyone. This is Whiny Romance coming into you, admittedly, kind of late because we should start starting at ten and it's about twenty past. It's, um, it's being drunk. Yeah. Um, which is, to be fair, an important component of our podcast, and this is indeed both our first radio, well, it's our first live radio show anyway, exactly. so we're hoping you didn't hear any of the stuff we were talking about just before we put this on. Um, if but, you did, we're actually really nice people, yeah. and yeah, sometimes people have to talk. Yeah. Um, so we're, you know, fingers crossed. Uh, but it's also our first um, experiencing this with actual wine, and we both, I think, had a on couple. Valentine's Day, uh, on no Valentine's less. Day. On Valentine's Day. If for any listeners outside of Ireland and any of the Catholic world, it's actually Ash Wednesday here. So that's a weird component for us. There's a few people wandering around with a bit of ash. Is it harsh that I find it really off putting to find people our age? And like, keep in mind, we're 22 and 23 uh, with ash on their forehead. I thought it was strange and I've gotten over it, but I saw one girl and she was like, can I please rub it off my face? <laughs> and I was like, fair on. I wasn't, I wasn't friends with her, I just overheard her conversation. And I was like, yeah, like, to be fair, you can be engaged in the ceremony, but having to be foistered with like a symbol for the rest of the day seems a bit much. You know, it's a bit of a stamp. Yeah, it makes you look a bit weird. And um, So Annabelle has a boyfriend and she was at a Valentine's dinner that she, well, actually finished before the part of this, but um, she yeah. has come from her Valentine's here, whereas I'm a singleton. I, I invited Julia to our dinner and she said, no, having a Valentine's, fuck off, you little bitch. Well, and also, to be fair, being invited to someone's Valentine's Day dinner is like, that's not a normal yeah, thing to do. That, that's true. Look, we spent a lot of time together, and we're like, I was like, oh, I'm podcasting with Julia that night. Would I not just go for dinner with her? Like, <laughs> um, and actually, shout out to my Galentine's Heather Murray, who we had a four-hour lunch together. No way. <laughs> yeah, Amazing. totally unintentional as well. So I, as I, uh, as a single gal, decided to get my hair cut on Thursday. You know, new do, new me. Yeah. Um, so you know, at me, boys. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, oh god don't tell people to do that uh, but yeah and then Heather was like oh does anyone want to get lunch and I was like well look I have time I can then go do college work prep for like a debate I was going to be in the debate was actually on rom-coms um, and instead Heather and I went Jetty Rockets and sat there for I'd say four hours and like just like to say we put all like the stuff on the table we just had a big roundup chat about our lives about the people around us lives and uh, essentially like you know we just had our best time it's kind of the thing we'd like to do in this podcast but we have to keep people anonymous yeah and again as a reminder or if it's the first time you're listening to us uh we will tell stories our fake names so far have been really obviously fake names but yeah. at some point they may be less obvious so we keep shouting out heather murray oh yeah because she's a class girl well sorry yeah. we told people so our first episode of this wasn't live it was a podcast which if you want to find us we're on itunes under whiny romance or our website which is whinyromance.com or we're on facebook yeah we're everywhere yeah. twitter instagram like just come find us yeah uh, we won't consider you stalkers we'll consider you fans yeah spotify rejected us but i think we'll be up on stitcher soon once i like get my head around it and um, SoundCloud, yeah, sorry, we're up on SoundCloud as well as Whiny Romance, but we did say in our last episode that we would do shout outs for people who tweeted or messaged us unicorn dust, which to oh, be fair, that's true. Yeah. Heather, Murray. Um, yeah. Heather Murray did reply that to me 
some other people did too and I now can't quite remember who oh, so really? I feel bad yeah but Connor so, Malley oh Connor Malley definitely is a shout out so Connor Malley was genuine like even before he listened to it he was like I'm just so excited for your podcast Aww. which was just like I mean I have to say he's at least two or three years younger than me at least five or six yeah. for me like it's just um, world. And, but like genuinely that was so lovely yeah. um, you know Sarah Jane Clark who's our bae across the seas was really jealous she can't be on the show she like um, really going at she was like girls you know like is it that funny though and I was like it is <laughs> yeah she's basically like you should have done the podcast with me <laughs> um and she will be on an episode but shout out to her as well shout out to Kira Kidney Butterfield yeah. whatever the fuck we're gonna actually Where give your names to um some questions are best left yeah. unasked so um but big shout out to her as well and yeah. to Catherine Pacifica and Kira Walsh so and Rona McGillarua my boss asked me today so I, I work for a person and he was like, oh, can we have a chat? And I was like, it's Valentine's Day. Like, no, go hang out with your wife. Like, not have a chat. And his excuse was, I'm in America. And I was like, it's still Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to this. I told you to. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm going to continue. So Roshan O'Neill as well said really lovely things. Lorna Staines. Saoirse Nee. I can't say her second name properly. Yeah, it's funny because she's probably someone who will tell a lot of stories about. So actually, the fact that I can't say her second name even more guarantees her anonymity. Yeah, that's um, a good point. she's great. Yeah, my aunt, whose full name I'm not going to say actually because she's like a real human. Um, <laughs> she's not some shitty. Yeah, she's a uh, she was also super lovely and encouraging because I Annabelle's mom has listened to the first episode. Of this uh-huh. I banned my parents, and I'm reliably sure they won't be able to find us in terms of technology. Although if they do, sazzle pops that I'm being really insulting about my you guys. Mom loved but didn't like the swearing or the rude words um but otherwise she thought we were funny which i think you guys will agree with I mean, to be fair, Annabelle's mom also used to watch the plays we made when we were eight years old and also enjoyed those. Well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm Big Brother, so really, we're just, <laughs> it's just a mashup of those two at this point. You yeah. Know? Uh, but basically, for anyone who listened to our first episode, and like, there's way more, like, than we, I don't know how many strangers have listened to us, but a lot of like friends of ours have, and you guys are all so lovely because. To be honest, you already have to put up with hearing us in real life, and that can be a bit off-putting. I realize for people who are just listening to Trinity FM, being like, "Who the fuck are these saps?" <laughs> just We're on the best here. We've ever met. Yeah. Uh, Julia and Annabelle went to a school together. Oh, I think I can name the school. I was going to yeah, the school. no. So we went to the Theresian School, which um, named after Mother Teresa. Yeah. No, not Mother no, Teresa. not Mother Teresa. A different Teresa of Avila, started by Pedro Paveda, who was a saint who got shot in the Spanish Civil War. But if you've ever seen a big yellow building on the Slorg and Jill Carriageway, that's that school. It's not. It's not yellow anymore, though. It's also opposite or to Yeah. So we're basically famous from. Yeah. Two girls. Definitely. Um, I think Julia, we should start talking about our podcast. We definitely should. This has been a digression into our lives, all that kind of fun stuff. And the two of them people are in the next room having a good bit of banter, thinking, "Who the hell are these crazy ladies in our room?" Yeah, they say brilliant crazy ladies but yeah crazy if we don't start soon yeah they've let us take over their airways and on reflection i'm like we probably were live the bit where we were bitching about people at about 10 o'clock so i'm really sorry but that could be cut out of the recording and that's all that matters (laughs) no one can prove anything Um, but basically, so if you this is your first time tuning in, our podcast is going to be that Annabelle and I uh, split a bottle of wine, and then I am an avid romance novel reader, and we will discuss an element of romance novels. However, it because is important to know, I am not. Yeah, I am in a romantic relationship, so Julia thinks I am a valuable addition, but really, I'm here just to kind of 
control her thoughts. Yeah, there's also really no one else will agree to do this kind of thing with me. <laughs> Which has been true of most. Yeah, you chose me. Don't be rude. <laughs> I mean, Anna and I have been friends since we were six, and she is continuously the person who follows me down strange rabbit holes, of which I'm very grateful. But um, we so have many future business. That's so true. You guys, you guys will know our names someday, Jana even if it's Bell not from this. Or Anna Julia. Anna Lulia? Anna Lulia. That's kind of cute. I quite um, like that. Okay, so this... I hit my mic. I'm sorry if that sounded really unpleasant if you're wearing headphones. Um, so um, this episode is inspired. So I was watching Sky Drama, of all things, oh, two no weeks way. ago. Yeah, Fab. And Sweet Home Alabama came on. Uh-huh. And I don't know if you've seen Sweet Home Alabama. It is an iconically excellent movie. Reese Witherspoon is just just flying but she's also a real raging bitch <laughs> like she outs one of her friends in like oh no way i forgot about that yeah in like a small alabama town which is just like in the movie it ends nicely but let's be honest in real life until the early 2000s that's probably not gonna end that well i was reading this um, great article and like some states in america and they're just like we have policies to get out black people and you're like yeah, it's just not a forward place in certain parts of yeah. America still. So yeah, I think your I think your gay friend in America people not a cool idea depending where you're from. Yeah, and that's made me think. Sorry, a lot of the romance novels I read are set in America. So I think we're going to take a lot of shots at America, and we don't hate Americans or America. But there's just a lot of there's a lot of flaws in all societies. But we're definitely going to be talking at you guys a lot. So I'm really it's sorry, a, and I'm not trying place. to be a shitty person to you guys. Yeah, um, you know, it's a big place. Like it's in, we don't take targets against Europe because we don't really view it like that. But when you're talking about America, it's so big. It's kind of hard to not see yeah. the flaws and the good parts. Yeah. Um. But like it made me think. So there's there is a big subgenre because romance is a massive genre. Like then you can't just talk about the romance genre. That's insane. So there's a massive, massive genre within the romance genre or subgenre perhaps is a better term which i said earlier um yeah which is kind of like homecoming romance um so sweet Sweet home alabama is like the movie version and so for most of you guys like i realize most listeners probably haven't read romance novels because that's fair enough that's i mean it's not niche because it's like the biggest thing people read but like you know you're all kind of intelligent college students i read loads of romance novels but you guys mightn't so sweet home alabama is my opening to this so you know reese witherspoon like left and you know, it's actually a really sad story because she gets pregnant in high school gets married to the guy who knocks her up then she loses the baby and then she leaves the town and you're kind of like that's not the most unreasonable thing considering she wants to be a clothes designer yeah. and like she's probably not gonna make it if she lives there like as in there's a version of her life that is really depressing and instead she becomes like fairly successful yeah. gets engaged to patrick dempsey who's like a politician and he is a handsome man he's a handsome um, man really yeah like as in his mother's a bitch in that but to be honest her his mother's proved right cause his mother's like she's suspicious and she is because she's li- she likes about her second name to him and her entire background which but is kind of fucked it's, up it's, it, maybe it's reasonable maybe but see she lies to him because she's afraid he's gonna see her as like trailer trash but she she doesn't live in a trailer for context um so that can't make yeah and also like <laughs> people are entitled to move between socioeconomic backgrounds as in like that's yeah. i don't think her pulling herself up by her bootstraps and becoming a successful clothes designer is pretty impressive pulling themselves up i think it's worse to say you're from to pretend you're not from an upper class background because yeah. you're lying to how you succeeded yeah. in life but the other way around, yeah. maybe, maybe there's something there. But it also made me think of other romance novels I'd read that kind of right. focus around homecoming. And there seems to be this big theme that when it's a woman that comes back, 
it's essentially like all development because normally they've been gone for like 10 to 15 years and it's just like for some reason their development essentially just turned them into a raging bitch and so it's basically like personal development <laughs> from essentially, like essentially i'm a career woman and now i'm a raging yeah. bitch yeah which is an unfortunate or it's like going from a teenager which like no offense to teenagers like i was an idiot when i was a teenager mm-hmm. annabelle was an idiot when she was a teenager you're more rash and you're more emotional and so, like, I think I've got worse. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to put that out there. I'm definitely the stereotype that I expected myself to become. I'm definitely worse. I think you're worse. Are you not worse? I think I'm more interesting. Which yeah, could be worse, worse, depending. Yeah. 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 But um, in terms of stereotypical movies and stuff, yeah. like, we're not our quiet, shy, bashful selves. Like, we're definitely happier to be who we are. Yeah, but it's weird. Cause, like, so, I'm, again, going to use Sweet Home Alabama as your intro. So, it's like, she's a real hellraiser back in Alabama. There's all these stories about her as, like, a high schooler doing all this mad shit. Um, and then she comes back and they're like, oh, you're such a highfalutin bitch from New York now. <laughs> but it's just like... She? I think that's a country city thing though you know there Possibly. is that divide yeah so is it about is it a, a gender issue like if a guy came back with what we call notions here in Ireland I still think he'd be that's cool. what I was gonna get into okay um, oh, I'm sorry I'm gonna preface this I haven't read all romance novels she I, has sponsor us <laughs> yeah I could obviously be wrong but in the romance novels I've met where like you know the girl stays home and like the male high school sweetheart or just like she wasn't cool and he was super popular and he comes out it is often almost inevitably one of two scenarios so one he left got married had two to three kids Mm -hmm. the wife cheated on him and left or the wife died or he left became some form of like fbi or like state trooper or the army and comes back and is like kind of like a hardened person who she needs to fix and so it's one or the other it's it's never like he developed as a person and got worse it's always like something unpleasant happened to him and therefore he became like because obviously within romance novels you need like a certain amount of drama to get to any page count no way yeah i'm a shocker what an insight (laughs) um but he yeah so basically yeah so it's always like the male comes back and it's never like he got worse it's always like something happened to him and so it's like he's damaged goods whereas like reese witherspoon left succeeded in her life Mm -hmm. comes back because she has to get a divorce which like you couldn't definitely do that through lawyers hon um and she's a real bitch and like josh lucas who plays her uh husband who like i'm gonna point out josh lucas and Mar Michael Varshan, who is the romance lead in Alias, look the exact same. And I've spent my I in- that was be a higher life. No, it's what? not. It's just this is this is my show. What? I get to say what? what I think is important. It's not at all. I would not be here if I was alone. <laughs> um, I mean, you guys would be like, she's fucking great. They definitely already think that, but they look so similar, and it's really confusing. <laughs> but Michael Varton or matthew varden michael varden he's the one from monster in law and alias whereas josh lucas is in mysteries of laura and sweet home alabama i feel like we're treading into dangerous territory we're going to start looking about talking about celebrities that look alike and i think that's just a road without visuals that we should not go and there's a lot of buzzfeed lists for that already and we're not we don't need to be that yeah sponsor us buzzfeed (laughs) that could be going on for the episode okay so yeah but no so i basically have a problem that the fact that like for some reason women in terms of romance aren't really allowed to develop beyond the point where like because obviously but i think they're kind of letting women develop really quickly and yeah they get this bitchy title but you're like 
she's a successful ass woman like I wouldn't mind being called a bitch as long as I got to be here like I think this is why our generation is so happy to be called a bitch because we're like that's what people are telling yeah. us we have to be I'm not saying I'm commending the directors I don't think the directors have this in their mind but as women who grew up watching rom-coms we're like yeah, I'm fine to be a bitch because that's true successful. actually yeah and I think that's okay because um. being a whimpery damsel in distress really didn't get you anywhere no that's why Ella Enchanted's a great fairy tale um, <laughs> that's one of Julia's favourites it if you didn't is Anne <laughs> um, Hathaway really is that Anne yeah, yeah I know everyone hates Anne Hathaway I don't hate Anne Hathaway I think everyone's real harsh about her yeah. like I said she's not like the best actress in the world and to be fair when she and James Franco hosted the Oscars it was a real clanger but the Oscars is not fun to host name that's a fun fair, host of the Oscars like tweet at us I will take it um, just <laughs> please tweet at us <laughs> Um, but no, so back to like, the homecoming thing. Is our yeah. Name? yeah, sorry. If like guys, if you can't tell, the reason we're whining around is because we whine. I'm a whiner. Um, like <laughs> both. <I'm> a romancer. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like within, so I suppose within society, in mind to have had that effect. But within like the genre, okay. it's always that like the woman essentially has to like revert to a younger version of her, or like a less jaded version of herself. It's like are that we really? That sounds like romance, you know. Like the older man gets with the younger woman because she—that's what men like. That actually is making me quite sad. That yeah. You, that you're like you have to become the younger version of yourself for men to like you, and that's the less confident, less successful. That's really prosperous person. Yeah, like, I don't know about you guys. I was a very unconfident teen. Oh, yeah. Um, like, when I was coming into college at age 18, Julie and I were both 18, mm. I didn't really know who I was or what I wanted to be. And not that I know that now, but I kind of have a self-confidence that I don't know what those yeah. things are, you know? Whereas then I was like, ah, yeah. Terrified. You know, school is terrifying, then college is more terrifying, yeah. then ultimately easier for me. Um, Much better for us, yeah. yeah. But it's kind of one of those things where, like, it's off-putting to see a whole genre. And in particular, I don't know what it is about, like, the genre. And it could potentially... It's talking about rom-coms, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and to be fair, it could also be the type of things I'm reading, which definitely does okay. influence it. Because, like, I... I feel like a lot of them are actually very, like, Sweet Hope Alabama, where, like, it's kind of a, like, small southern town. Um... And so it's kind of like almost more education is seen as, like, highfalutin and kind of like, do you think you're better than us? Like, that's, but that's so outdated. I remember that was a vision, like, kind of a view in Ireland. Like, you wouldn't want to be more, kind of, educated than your husband. Mm. Whereas now it's, like, educated women is the norm. Like, we're the majority going to college. Yeah, we're not getting paid as much. That's an issue. But at least we're more educated. Yeah. It's a start. But then I also wonder, is it, like, as in, you know, and it, this is actually going to be a whole other episode, but I feel like it really naturally kind of comes into this, that, like, within romance novels, and again, I'll preface this, the romance novels I read, it feels like education and like female success and actually male success like in general mm-hmm. third level education and stuff like that is less of a priority and that could be because a lot of them were set in the states obviously college is Are incredibly we expensive is a priority yeah kind of okay but it's almost you like the genre though the genre is romance yeah People, but, but i don't think that's right no you're you are right it should be a balance of both like yeah. i think it's okay to say i want this career and now i'm thinking of my partner in that career you know, I think that's okay when you're not kind of sub like or kind of subjecting your career to your partner. But I feel like in this, it's the goal is to get married. Yeah. And if that's still true, that's not okay. And that's not true. And there's definitely like a whole kind of subsection of like, 
male lawyers and female lawyers and mm. stuff like that and there's definitely like kind of a crime romance genre that obviously oh, their careers really? are central to it yeah the way we got that into that. I love that yeah Is that like um the good wife Kind of like the context of how I ended up reading so many romance novels was that like I, I I'm just I read a lot constantly, really um yeah. and I really kind of just went from like, you know, reading fantasy not sci-fi sorry I don't read sci-fi but reading fantasy we and crime novels those, yeah so. we do, okay. uh but yeah but reading sci-fi and fantasy and then transitioning from that to really being like then when you kind of get into more serious fantasy there's a lot less romance. I mean, like, I, oh, okay. I don't enjoy that that much. There's still some romance, but, I like... I love a good romance. Yeah. That, like. And then being, like, I don't really know I'm reading... So then I'd only try and find, like... And a lot of urban fantasy was, like, strong romance themes. Okay. And then, like, three years ago, I was just like, fuck it, I'm just going to read romance novels. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know who I'm lying for at this point. Um, like, no one even asks Julia what she reads anymore. She reads too much. It's like, what, what... How many books did you read this week? That's kind of... Oh, my God, though, I am reading... And this no. this isn't even a I am reading a bad romance novel at the moment. And so it's like I want your bed, your bed or is it just bad? It's not even that. So like so if you read romance novels, you'll get what I'm talking about. If you don't, I'm gonna explain this. So like when you start reading romance novels, and if I read most things on my Kindle, I love physical books, but I'm an insomniac. It's much easier to have it on my Kindle and I can scan through things on Goodreads. Like, yeah, so many. It's, it's a convenience Gosh, thing yes. and I get like we're a convenience generation blah 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 being an old person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, so what happens because it's on your Kindle not all of those are necessarily published by like super like you know, the kind of publishing well, houses. Yeah. And so, so and some of those books are amazing but some of them are really, really bad. Yeah. And from like a synopsis on Goodreads, anything can sound pretty readable. And okay. sometimes you get kind of like, I, like I would get what I describe as like cravings for certain genres. Um, Goodreads needs to do a one to ten ranking. The one to five is confusing. Cause, yeah, because I'm like a five for me is like the best book I've ever read. Four is like pretty good, and third is like kind of the average I'll give. People. I've never given anything a five. It makes me too uncomfortable. I can't do it. I can't and go up that high. Given one a five. Yeah. And then the average is four or three. Yeah. But a lot of people do that. They give four or threes to books that really don't deserve it. They deserve a one or two, but in a, at a ten scale, deserve a four. Yeah. Um, and so, like, you do... And so I finally... And, like, a couple of years in, I discovered that on Amazon you can, like, get a sample. Which sometimes <laughs> I will still be lured in by a good sample and then the book's shit. But this is actually... And this is totally my fault. So this okay. is the series. It's um, it's it's a series about horrible neighbours. Um. And like horrible bosses yeah no neighbors. but like it's it, the series is called Neighbours from Hell and I can't remember the uh, author's name and honestly no point slandering a person really because uh, like at least they made something <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, we're making something. Yeah. Don't slander us. Um, and so the second book was it, it's like basically the, like it's two people who live in apartments next to each other, and they hate each other, and then they, they start having yeah love. no they don't even really fall in love. He hires her to order pizzas for him because the pizza place bans him, uh, which is weird. That's um, hilarious. and then what they kind of like, develop. Like, <laughs> I have no serious. idea. But see, that's the thing. They're the neighbor friend. It's like all these asshole men, and then they like eventually fall in love and then she gets pregnant oh, uh, but no. she also through all of this he called her fat like the beginning of the book oh, so she then has an eating disorder so she's starving herself while she's pregnant with his twins so it's, it's actually a really fucked up story Gee, and it's not yeah story. I know and it, it comes out of me but it's also that is not a rom-com no. that is just a pure sad romance but it's also not that well written yeah bad bad romance. Romance. see can we Guys. call this podcast Bad Romance? No, but see, the thing is, when we get better at using the technology, we'll be able to play the song Bad Romance right here. <laughs> it yeah. does not sound great. <laughs> 
um, <laughs> but yeah, and so what we're going to like, so okay, wait, sorry, the thing with that series, pause. yeah, Julia can put it on Spotify. I don't, just they, they didn't actually in. explain to me how to use the music though. There's an extra button. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, guys. You have all been subject. Anyone who's listened to our first episode, you've been subjected to a lot of hearing us work out how podcasts or radio shows work. I think they're called Castpods. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've heard um, on the circuit. <laughs> on the circuit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so sorry. I read that book a couple yeah. of years ago, and it was sort of one of those things where I was like, there was. I feel like it wasn't written horribly. So then it happened to be because. Um, Amazon Kindle occasionally does deals where things are free mm. that the first book in that series is free and to be honest I was like might as well get it I, I feel like I didn't hate that one which I was kind of like I had sort of forgotten about it because I definitely did and I'm rereading it and it's one of those things where like and to be fair I'm pretty sure it's this woman's first novel and fair enough because I I've not written a romance novel but I've tried a couple of times <laughs> um, and there is a problem where like what she'll do is she'll sort of like be like she'll give something that gives you like the present moment and then she'll like recount something that they did five minutes ago that's cute and like that's definitely a thing where like you're not super familiar with your writing that people do because it's easier to write in the past tense so i think that's how we learn in school or something i definitely do write in the past tense sometimes and it's not like it's it's a real trope of like first time writers uh but this book it just it it doesn't make sense in parts like as in there's this moment where they break up and i thought she'd like gone on the week away that she had planned for the two of them on her own okay. but then five minutes later he's actually in the back of her car which one super murdery like oh. there's a thin line between romance and murder <laughs> um, romance murder stalking yeah. yeah um and i was like wait what just happened in this book and i was like i just did i misread two pages but no it's just really confusing <laughs> So and Julia not that good. Me book, which I'm really enjoying by China Melville. Mayville, I think. Mayville. And it's a great book. And then suddenly you get to a section which is meant to be the kickoff point. You know, you're meant to be really excited. And the author just, just describes the events. And they're like, this was mad. Everything was mad. And you're like, I don't really believe you. You know, you're telling me it's mad, but I need to see why it's mad. And see, and no, they do it successfully in the next chapter, but there's a full chapter of the person just being like, it was crazy, everything was going mad, the world was breaking down. And I was like, I don't think it is. I think it's actually quite resolvable. And then they explain why it's not resolvable, but a chapter in, and you're like, I was bored for that chapter. You could have lost me then. Yeah, and see, and to be fair, romance novels are really at risk of that in a kind of way, because you okay. do really have to, like, sorry, there's, if you haven't read a romance novel, the thing that really characterizes the romance novel, there's like a lot of sex scenes. And that's why I really like it if Annabelle's mum doesn't list with the rest of these. Because eventually we're going to have to get into the sex scenes. Because it's kind of an important element. And it makes me uncomfortable think thinking about... I think grow as a person. Yeah, but Annabelle, your mum's known me since I was six. And she was there when I lost one of my first teeth. And I just don't love it. She was there when she lost your virginity. <laughs> that's like no. a really yeah it was, it was like my, what I, yeah remember we we thought we were making cookies but actually we made buns um <laughs> and we were sitting on annabelle's wall and i bit into it and one of my teeth just came out oh, yeah, I yeah. That um and that was definitely like only my sixth or seventh teeth i remember feeling like it was a big deal um sorry but back to romance novels <laughs> no, <laughs> doesn't sound like us <laughs> um, but basically yeah so this series in particular yeah. not great but also you can see that they're at least making an effort and they've created something but with romance novels in particular getting you to buy into the romance is kind of tough because to be fair most like i say some of them are obviously also kind of like action stuff like if you've crime romance novels like um the savannah martin series is amazing um 
there's another storyline to like yeah but see yeah they they are i would class them as more cozy romance like cozy crime with a romance thread mm-hmm. whereas like then you find a line that becomes romance with a cozy crime thread okay okay like there, there is a difference um i read weird books and it was about her sister died and she was a celebrity she had to adopt her sister and to keep her out of the limelight she brought her to maine and that was kind of the backdrop yeah um, and see it's hard I don't love them like she had a great description the author personally had a great description of the man and your one feeling turned on when you showed the door and he was running and he had a nice set of abs but there wasn't really much more to the story but see that's the thing like in romance novels when you condense them down you can condense them down really easily really fast yeah so it is kind of a complex thing to make you buy into it like if you condense down Sweet Home Alabama mm-hmm. it's Fashion designer in New York gets engaged. Fashion designer is still married. Fashion designer goes to get her divorce. Fashion <laughs> designer falls in love with her former, well, her first husband. But, like, there are great rom-coms. Like, um... Oh, it is. And Sweet Home Alabama is amazing. The engagement sounds like that exact story. With your one from Miss Congeniality, also great movie. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Do you mean... Oh, it's the one with her and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. What's the um, Something like the engagement. It, the proposal. The proposal yeah well there you go and here i would argue in part that's because i think sandra bullock has a really excellent comedic sensibility and ryan reynolds Mm. is i think essentially a comedy actor in a leading man's body that's true no Um, yeah that's actually true of both and they're both very comic actors in a perfect yeah in in an attractive way which you don't always see yeah um but like with romance novels there is and like that's that's where they fail and like i've read somewhere else clanger of romance novels i actually like have a list on goodreads of like don't read anything else by this author (laughs) Um, but like to be honest there is there's some that do badly enough that you can't buy into it and there's some that do it really well that you can i think that's why as a genre that gets really looked down on the writers who pull it off are actually so talented Mm -hmm. um and it's just real shitty so we're on debate tonight a lot of novels that people consider like that at the time people considered like kind of shitty literature are stuff that now gets studied as classics like Jane Austen wrote mm-hmm. romance novels yeah like Sorry, people now, now study them for their leaving search is it T.S. Eliot was a woman yeah T.S. Eliot was exactly. a woman exactly there's a lot of women authors that have to hide themselves away yeah which is what J.K. Rowling did which is absolutely ridiculous in this day and age but that's what she, that's why she did she thought I have a male character it's about magic and I don't want to ruin my gender to ruin the landscape I would also argue that J.K. Rowling could not turn her hand to romance writing. I I love I I love Harry Potter. I'm gonna like my mom used to read them to me when I was little. I genuinely adore those books. Mm -hmm. I don't think and I don't think that's a flaw, but I don't think she could write a compelling romance novel. She wrote the vacant 
the vacancy, the vacant. See, she had the series under the fake name that is a crime series. She wrote a new set of books once yeah. Harry Potter was finished. That was um, Guys tweeted us, you know, sometimes <laughs> we have gaps in our knowledge. Uh, um, we actually don't have gaps. We're just asking you to get engaged. Yeah, like we have a large bottle of wine here, which is, if we're going to call it the wine, it's a Pinot Nero. Um, and it's Sacchetto, which is a fizzy pink wine. Um, mm-hmm. It's not great, but it's yeah. only 8 50 I'm making um, out of Cadbury's Cup, yeah. which is a actually English chocolate brand that people think is Irish. That always makes me sad. I always think it's Irish. Mm-hmm, same. Uh, I think it was originally Irish, but out. Yeah. Which actually my brother gave me. My brother's never going to listen to this podcast. He's already made fun of us. Oh, um, no but my brother did give me that. It, it's actually a vintage Cadbury's Cup from the 60s. <laughs> Um, yeah no he gave it to me I'm drinking out of um, so I spill a lot of drinks which I was like you guys might learn that about me I don't know how you possibly would because you listen to us um, but I am drinking out of a cup that I bought from Tiger that has like an inbuilt it's a pl- hard plastic cup with an inbuilt straw and lid because I spill so many drinks now I'm going to clarify Julia why have you not put on the lid of the straw, of the straw? like I'm going to have to get people who are on this lovely radio station in to give you a bit of a a bit of a giving out too. Yeah. I should have brought the straw in the lid, but I couldn't oh, you find didn't even it at the time. Bring it. No, ah, I didn't. Uh, oh my god. So at the moment I'm doing a bit of campaigning for the student union election. I don't think you can sell who you're campaigning. No, no, for. I'm not, I'm not. But so this girl came up to me and I was like, Oh of course you're in and she was like classic and I was like, Oh classic <laughs> She did not appreciate it. No. And as someone, I, I study, uh, look, no one does my course, so I'm actually going to give it a shout out. I study ancient and medieval history and culture, which Ooh, is, AMHC. yeah, classics, uh, medieval history and art history, which is like, honestly a fun combo, but I'm now essentially a classic student in my final year. Okay. Um, and it is, people often make puns. I have told several taxi drivers, because I also used to just say I did classics in past years, because I was like saying ancient medieval history and culture makes me sound like a crazy book. person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, everyone feels the need to make a pun and it's not it's one of the oldest subjects around <laughs> in fact a lot of romance novel stories like find their origins in classical stories as in it's not like a new I thing I like saying classic in response to you do classics I think it's a classic and um, I was trying to come up with other there's like Greek Troy Helen Helen you're having a hell of a time but it, it just wasn't working as well it's classic it's just a classic you know yeah I actually sorry so we were we were at the his debate on this house regrets rom-coms and I was speaking I actually already mentioned this yeah I, I, I know okay. I know I don't think you named the debate um, oh that's yeah. true that's so true. yeah so I was speaking in opposition because I, I love a good rom-com but also that just made me think about the movie Troy <laughs> Um, yeah which is not but I would argue that like we were 14-ish when I came out I think we went Mm -hmm. and saw it for my 15th birthday because I was a big classics nerd even then and like as a 15 year old you take it seriously but like as a 20 year old I'd probably laugh at that Mm -hmm. and there is a romance storyline so could that be almost a rom-com it's not (laughs) like everyone (laughs) listening this is like no get out rom-com is like they intend to be comedic whereas finding it funny but they didn't intend to be is quite a different thing yeah but it is and it like it's definitely funny I, is that the one with uh, no is it the guy that looks like Orlando Bloom no it, it, it is Orlando Bloom and it's Brad Pitt and it's Eric Bana are what a great cast <laughs> for a shitty ass movie um and then actually and like it's oh my god what's her face she's the alternative best friend in Bridesmaids. Rose, Rose Byrne. Rose Byrne, who's an English kind of comedic actress. She's also in it. And so is, 
Oh god, she's she's the blonde German actress who's in a Quentin Tarantino movie. There's someone screaming I, at their radio right now. Diane Kruger. Um, I hope you are screaming because we need that. Yeah, bag. no, probably. And honestly, tweeted us to get back on point. Um, Where were we, Julia? Thus? We were definitely having a conversation about homecoming, and I was kind of like, no, no, no. And you were like, but what if it's just the difference between cities and and like the countryside? And yeah. I was like, that's actually definitely true because I think particularly. Like, particularly in Ireland, but I think also in America, there is actually a big cultural gap there. It, it, there is. So, kind of, a big thing that's been talked about at the moment is that Dublin's, so that capital city in Ireland, being taken over by the country folk, you know? <laughs> GAA is the most popular thing, because us Dublin folk are a bit lazy. We only do our podcast, and then we can try and get a job. You know that, like, a lot of Dublin people are probably angry. A lot of our listeners are from Dublin. <laughs> And they agree though. Except Cloda. Shout out to Cloda. And Orla, actually. Orla said she found it really soothing listening to us. I know, but it's a bit like, I don't want to go to sleep because our voices are nice, but I don't want to listen. Um, well, I was more like, I don't know I, why, because we're to, really manic. <laughs> I've listened to our podcast falling asleep, and I fucking, I love it. You know, I actually love it. <laughs> Soothed to sleep. Oh. See, I am not a big fan of my own voice. In part because I no one ever knows where I'm from. Okay. I, re- I, I would say you're from the radio. When I hear your voice on this, I'm like, yeah, that's a radio girl. Cute, it's cute. Um, so I went on a Spanish exchange when I was in second year yeah. and my Spanish exchange mother was a Spanish radio star. Oh, okay. um, And she said she thought I had a great voice for radio then. You really Which, do. to be fair, I was speaking in Spanish to her as well. That is so that was, that was a complex compliment. I spoke to a Brazilian the other night. And I was, we were both speaking Spanish because that was our common language. And he was like, Is you it? have... No, it's Portuguese. Yeah, I was going to say. No, so Spanish was our common language from between both of us. And he was like, you have a correct Spanish accent. And I was like, creo que no. Uh, because I believe not if yeah uh, for anyone who's confused about the translation but if you're watching Jane the Virgin which you should be watching you should have picked up some Spanish and that's the kind of basic Spanish you pick up Um, watch have you watched Rita it's on Netflix it's Danish they say that they say yippee they say join this Twitter, I'm amazing. not proud of this. I've mostly been watching Friends. Um, oh, no way, and then, on Netflix. Yeah, and I'm also watching, so I, I started watching Blackish as well, because I started watching Grownish. Watch Blackish yeah. is actually amazing. And it also to led that. to, we were talking Kangaroo Jack last night, and someone was I like, it's that. Chris Rock. And I was like, no, it's Anthony Anderson, <laughs> uh, who is the star of Blackish. And they were like, no. And I was like, I will literally bet you money, which also, don't question me on this kind of thing. <laughs> and it was Anthony Anderson. So um, who's super charming. Like, it's actually a really charming TV show. Blackish on Netflix. Uh, it's not. Okay, I am so not accessing it through Netflix. Don't arrest me. But also, then I tried to watch Ali McBeal, which I don't know if you guys ever heard of this. Ali McBeal's a total romance show. Okay. So, Ali McBeal, it's like a proto good wife almost. So, she's young. It's Callista Flockhart. He's married to Harrison Ford, if you're confused no about who way. she is. Yeah. Um, so it's like it, it's like real 90s she's like a lawyer she the only reason she went to law school is because she followed her boyfriend who's called billy which like no. i know girls called billy and i think it's a really cute name on girls for a boy not attractive it's, i would not no, no, date someone called it's, billy it's cute until you're six as a boy yeah and, and then, then honestly that, not like, great yeah and so even billiard is better than <laughs> bill like, um, 
but like the it, it literally starts off with like she is working in like so it starts off kind of like going through her relationship with the guy a little bit but then she's working in this law firm and she was on like she was in harvard she's on law review which i don't understand what law review is but it seems to be really impressive and important in some way um but she gets sexually harassed by one of her bosses who claims that it's uh ocd and then goes around touching women's asses in public for the whole thing and that's why she can't sue them and that's why she quits her job oh, but it's one of those things where like one i feel like any judge would call bullshit on that behavior one because also the if fact that he only started doing behavior, it you have to be like it doesn't matter what disability i have or anything i am making i am i am committing sexual harassment yeah but it's also particularly a little weird in the kind of like me too era because mm. it's like considering that stuff is so fresh i realize if for some reason you are listening to our podcast in the future that's possibly less of a thing you think about like but like we're really still kind of hot oh, yeah, on it um and so it's a little weird and to be fair i then had to stop watching it because i actually it's i don't know if you've watched scrubs but you know jd in scrubs he has daydreams she has like some daydreams there's also some inner monologue and actually i was like it might be 290s for my headspace right now um but close to flockhart's beautiful and i i like the where the show's going but i was also like it's being weirdly cavalier about like kind of sexual harassment in the workplace in a way that I I, I it could just be I'm being a sensitive feminist which I, I also so, don't like the honest. concept of saying I immediately felt yeah. bad for saying that yeah, I, like, I shouldn't like, contribute to that to be honest if with the hashtag me too movement if you're feeling that people are feeling that three four five times over yeah and i sort of like i just and to be fair i think like since she she leaves the firm and she goes to leave oh my god we have to totally finish up yeah. um i'll continue we'll have an ali mcbeal catch up next week too yeah, exactly. um but guys so, we're... Yeah, this was whiny romance you can follow us on facebook twitter instagram soundcloud Every, literally everywhere yeah uh we're all over um and a big thank you to trinity fm for hosting us tonight and for every wednesday from 10 to 11 for the um next three another three weeks yeah so yeah you're stuck with us then uh, <laughs> so enjoy if you heard any gossip at the very beginning at 10 please don't tell anyone so um, also you're in our inner yeah so. but we'll be going up online on friday probably on itunes yeah. hopefully stitcher this week and on soundcloud and on our website uh, so like us on Facebook, tweet at us anything you're feeling, um, and goodbye. Bye!